In a world where everyone is stressed out with homework and responsibilities, Trent and Jeff are here to remind you to hang loose. Remedy. Welcome back to another episode of Hanging Loose. I am here today with a very good friend of mine. His name is Mr. Brett Cole. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Dude, thanks for having me, man. You are a director, producer, writer. Aspiring. Aspiring. Film enthusiast. Yeah, man. And you are studying cinematography here Uh, at Liberty? Yeah, I'm studying, um, well, it's called cinematic arts, but it's pretty much everything uh, in the film business from, you know, directing, producing, writing, casting, shooting, uh, the legalities behind it, the business behind it, Mm. everything. I mean, they teach you a lot, but definitely on the technical end, we learn, we learn a lot more than you would at a normal, at a normal school. Yeah. Well, Liberty's hat has a decent film program, right? Yeah. I mean, that's something that I feel like a lot of people wouldn't know. It's like, oh, Liberty, like Christian school, whatever. Yeah, man. But, um, Dude, I'm gonna sit here actually. Yeah, sit here. You're good. I like this spot. Yeah, you're yeah, good. Perfect. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, it's a lot like um, I would say Liberty is probably in the top ten uh, really? for their film schools. We're kind of unknown right now because we're a new school. We've only yeah. been around for seven years, but the amount of money that they like pumped into it and influence. Yeah. Um, as far as like our professors just are very very well um accustomed and, and knowledgeable on like how the industry actually is it's not yeah. just a load of bs right thrown your way you know um so uh yeah man it's great because i get to shoot my thesis or well, shot my thesis you know on a, a red yeah. cinema camera which is our for those our that don't know is yeah, yeah, yeah so uh we shoot for for any movie or film you have to shoot on a cinema camera well, you don't have to. I mean, you don't, you can shoot on whatever you want, but yeah. usually industry standard is you shoot on a, on a cinema camera. Yeah. And big time Hollywood movies, big time budget, big time blockbuster movies shoot on uh, usually Panavision. You, okay. And they shoot on, they still use film, like actual film. You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. yeah, dude. It's sick. I did not know that. I actually did not know that. Yeah, man. It's sick. Wow. Dude, it's dope. And, uh, but we, but they also shoot on digital. So, um, so it's known as digital cinema and, um. We uh, we shoot on a red um, a red helium uh, okay. cinema camera, yeah. which is pretty uh, it's pretty sick because like most schools, people can't touch that till they're in grad school, and right. we get to our our setup's close to a hundred thousand dollars just insane. just just the camera, you know. Yeah. Plus we get all the, the the lights and lights are big and expensive. Um, we use airy lights and um, HMIs that people know what those are. Just big lights, and we have. We have all industry standard stuff is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So like we – The I, resources are there. The resources and, are there. So okay. like you can make a, a, a low-budget film. When I say low-budget, I'm, I'm speaking more like on industry standards. Right. Like most people when they hear low-budget, they think like, oh, you just use like a DSLR camera or right. like a phone and you make – no, 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 no. Low-budget is like you know hundreds of thousands of dollars, not millions, millions. of dollars. Right. Still expensive. <laughs> yes. Um. So – we get to make a, you know, like a 10 to 20 minute short film. Sick. Um, and that's what you're working on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. we're in post-production. Yeah, we'll get into that so. in a second. I'm, I'm gonna Dude, heck that. yeah, bro. Heck yeah. Pints. Yeah, pints. Pints. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into that more, yeah. uh, I haven't had an actual guest on here in a couple episodes, so. but usually we started off a little high and low, yeah, quick yeah. high and low of the week. It could be of the month. I know that you've been extremely busy yeah now, um but high and low you want to start it off you want me to ah uh, give me a second to yeah think. you go for it I'm okay all right it, um high and low for me this week let's see <clears throat> um well i actually haven't thought about mine let's see my high back at school uh today last the first week of school was busy but it was productive um i am Pretty much have a job at OSD locked in. Oh, really? So being on the creative team, so I'll do some video work there, which I'm pretty pumped about. Um, A low of the week. Hmm. Let's see. A low of the week. Well, I am trying to get back in shape. 
and something that I struggle with is eating. Feel it a bit good. Uh, feel a bit tubby. A little bit. A little bit of tub. Yeah, My family calls me Royal Thickness over break, <laughs> so that was sick. No, but I just Ninja Warrior is coming up. Oh yeah, hopefully dude. again. Heck yeah. We'll see. They just announced the cities, and there's only three of them this year. Where only are they three. At? Uh, L.A., D.C., and St. Louis. Oh, D.C. That's mm -hmm. sick. Super close. Sweet. So we'll see. But Sweet. regardless, I need to. Getting in the gym isn't too bad. It's eating part of it. Oh, yeah. So I only ate spinach and chicken, which wasn't right. bad. But I'm actually currently hungry right now. Yep. So not too much I can complain about. Yeah. But I would say those are my highs and lows for being back at school. I'm excited for the new semester. Excited yeah. for the future of this podcast, having guests on like Mr. Brett Dude, here. Thanks, man. Well, yeah. yeah. What? I'm glad. I, well, I was just going to say like uh... – I'm glad I was finally able to do this because yeah, this is, I mean, this is fun, dude. Um, and I love honestly, it. like, I love just talking to you. It's a good time yeah. and just being able to do it. It's sick just doing this. Um, yeah. but yeah, dude, it's sick that you were doing, um, uh, like you, you know, you're trying to get back to mm -hmm. it. Cause like I, I just started a program, um, myself to try and shock myself back into shape and, uh, okay. stay in shape. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, but I'm just trying to do like stuff that's more. You know, body weight stuff. Yeah. Not trying to just do basic stuff. No. Trying to actually like get a stronger core. And, yeah. Like, you know. Are you? Did you like buy with... a plan or you just? Yeah, kinda I did. I did. Okay. You heard of Athlean X? I don't think so. They're on. They're on YouTube. They're they're pretty big on YouTube. But it's this dude who does it. And he's uh... a lot of calisthenics stuff. Yeah, like it's, everything. Like... it's everything. It's oh, okay. everything. Um, there's I mean, there's weight in there too. Yeah. You know, but um, it's cool because uh. He's not just like a. It's not like BS. It's right. not like a. He's not just some like celebrity dude. Yeah. Who likes to listen to himself? Well, all those Instagram ads are like exactly like yeah, you yeah, see. Yeah. I literally see them every single dude. day. Like I mean, buy my plan, are... take my quiz. It's free, but then I'm gonna charge you after. Dude, those guys probably make so much money on that. They too, probably man. do. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I've seen like all of them. I don't know why. Yeah. They just pop up on my feed. Sponsored. Mm -hmm. Like the one shot. The one. <laughs> it's like a close up of this guy's abs. And he's okay. like walking, and then it like pans up to his face. Oh, he's like he, eyes up here. Oh yeah, and he grabs like, his shirt. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah eyes yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah, I just finished my workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, dude? dude that guy's <laughs> a marketing genius. That dude's making millions of dollars. Yeah, he's bro. ripped, dude. Heck yeah, dude. I don't, I don't listen. I hate those guys, but I respect those yeah. guys. Like they're all freaking, they're all freaking making tons of money. Yeah, that's so. It's a hard um, biz, which it, you yeah, know, heck yeah. I'm sure you know that. Mm -hmm. So, highs yeah. and lows. Yeah, highs and lows. Uh. Well, every day is a, could be a high or a low, I'd say, uh, with this project. I mean, like, I yes. literally will go to the – because I'm in the editing lab and right now, you know, in post, and I'm trying to get a, um, a picture cut lock. So yep. there's, there's different phases to editing. You know, mm -hmm. there's, um, there's picture, there's coloring, there's sound, there's video effects, which is, you know, that's not a picture thing, but it's more, it's more along the lines of, like, Transition stuff, or well, well, yeah, sort of. So, like, uh, visual effects could be a number of things from like special effects. So, like, picture is like what you see, right? Like it stays locked, the flow, yeah, that's done. And then, like, visual effects is what you add on top of that, right? Uh, and, and coloring is, I guess, you could consider partial, you know, like a visual effect okay. because you're you're bringing out color in the image. But yeah, anyway, dude, um, it's uh, it's just rough because like any project you make that's a art artistic i'd say well mm -hmm. mainly film i'd say because you're pretty much combining all art forms in one thing yeah um and like the stress levels are insanely high especially if you're producing and directing yeah and um so we uh you know i'm in the editing lab and the, the first cut even martin scorsese says this i heard this from a friend of mine it's a quote from martin scorsese um he pretty much said you know if the first cut doesn't make you want to throw up like physically like throw up then well it's just that's just not a normal thing it's just like the first cut of any project should be like should be like, like i need a lot of work like, like yeah put to still put into this exactly okay and so but at the same time it's my first time doing this so mm -hmm. you know there's there's rookie mistakes i made on the more on the directing end just missing little things in the moment that yeah. came back to haunt me a little bit but so like you know i'll see that and have a bad day I'll just be stressed the whole day. Yeah. And the next day I'll come back, watch the same thing. I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll make a couple or I'll make a couple like edits, you know, and I'm yeah. like, oh sweet. Okay, good. cool. That's sick. Um, or I'll look at somebody else who did 
didn't have a good film at all. And I'm like, well, somebody... Hey, bro, you sucks. <laughs> Look at mine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's, uh, there's some people, man, in this program. Like, it, it, it frustrates the crap out of me how they have this opportunity and they don't... With the resources. With their and, resources and everything. Yeah. And they don't try hard enough to make a good product. Yeah. And it blows my mind because I'm like, dude, what, you don't know when you're going to make a film again. Like, right. I, I can say, I got this thing will be on, I, I'm going to register on IMDb and, yeah. and you know, it's not, it's, it's not going to be great. Like a, some, it's my first one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's bad. I mean, that's for the viewer, but, right. um, the point is, is like, I, I poured like every ounce of effort of like essentially my life over yeah. the past like year, um, close to a year now in this thing and when i see people who like had this opportunity and like their project is just not good right and like from the writing that they're out all, all these things and you know so it's not even they're not good but it's not like the effort there's no they're effort just, yeah, yeah it's not necessarily yeah. that it's not good it's right. not necessarily that it's not good yes thanks for bringing that because that's it's true i i respect people who try you know sometimes yeah. you just don't get the result you want yeah and things go into that yeah it yeah it's 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 um it's more along the lines of they just didn't put in the effort, and mm. it just bothers me, you know, because um, it's kind of a waste of space. Yeah. Opinion, so. Well, absolutely. I mean, and that can go with anything, mm -hmm. also. I mean, especially film. Heck I mean, yeah. I've I've dabbled with mm -hmm. video, and I like doing that. Nothing yeah, compared yeah. to the scale of what you're on, but I understand that. Yeah. I mean, especially with even little short videos, like I made one this past weekend. Like a, I was given a prompt and had to do it to see like to showcase what I can do. Yeah. And even that 45 second video, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I had a couple days to make it, but you know, still, yeah. you still sit down and tweak it for five, six hours. Oh yeah. Dude. It's so. Dude. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it's uh, and see the, the weird thing is right. Like the, there's so much like finite detail in this stuff, like in this art form. Yeah. Um, even though I don't really like editing per se, I still freaking, I love that aspect of just like meticulously every mm -hmm. second. It's like it's like music when you're yeah. trying to create a video. Like it's gotta flow. It's gotta mm. like there has there's beats. It's what we like story structure, yeah. it's known as beats. A beat is like a music beat in the sense of like this is like a downbeat. Like mm -hmm. like so like you're you know, the the story's building and a character is talking about something and the subject changes on the dot and changes the subject to something like dramatic and like that convicts the other character yeah the other character is going to take a beat you know mm. so like it's fascinating how like music is like just the concept of flow like the and flow rhythm. and yeah absolutely so, so yeah, what you're talking about for those who haven't picked up on it you're a yeah. senior yeah dude. and this is your capstone yeah pretty project. much yeah, yeah, yeah so this is technically um my my thesis project my capstone whatever you okay. want to call it I get a grade, but I really don't treat it like a, a, a school. I'm not really treating it like a school project. You're, most people don't. It's your own. And yeah, it's, and, this is my project. And, it's and not, that's how they want it to be. Yeah. Like, they don't want you to think of this as your thesis. <clears throat> they want you to think of this as your first film. Right. You know, the first thing, like, you get to express yourself. And that's what's cool, because, like, at Liberty, you know how it can be kind of strict with the rules and mm -hmm. stuff here. Like, they let me make the movie I want to make. I mean, obviously, you can't go too overboard, but I mean, right. I've got... I think I've got ten F words in my film. Really, eight, eight, eight to ten at the moment. I've cut a few out, but like, and I can't wait to see. Yeah, that. dude. And I mean, the guys, my <laughs> actors are Irish, and it's set in a you know, I you were gonna talk about mm -hmm. it a little later, but um, it's set in that. It's about two guys who are antiheroes in a sense, and so mm -hmm. they, I'm not gonna like make it. I'm not gonna like change the story, and and, and change what the characters are. Right. Just to make some, uh, you know, forty-five-year-old mom and her kids feel a little bit more comfortable about themselves, right? And 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 as a Christian, um, I I I'm not going to make something that is going to deny my faith or right. or, or compromise my faith in some mm -hmm. way. That it, I'm telling a story, right? Not everybody in my story is going to be a, a, a morally okay person, correct? Um, and and that's why I I, you know, my hope is for for christians or you know judeo people with judeo-christian beliefs you yeah know, that um they will you know get out of this shell of um 
you know, making people feel comfortable about themselves mm. and tell the story that needs to be told. Yeah. And most of the best artists, most of the best storytellers over the past thousand years, um, a lot were Christians. Yeah. A lot weren't, but a lot of the Christians you might not even realize. Right. And they t- they, were, they just told the stories, you know? Correct. Um, and, and that's what I mean. A lot of people don't realize. Uh, they're, this is a pretty famous example. Lord of the Rings is mm-hmm. technically a Christian. It's a Christian story. Um, hmm. It's it's um, very much um, is written by a Christian um, and uh, Tolkien and he a lot of his characters and a lot of the plot of Lord of the Rings you yeah know, man pretty much what it shows is that man is is corrupt on its own and can't handle the ring which is essentially like God like power right man will become corrupt and yeah. ultimately mm-hmm. perish in the flames, which is what you see happen to spoilers Smeagol at the end. He, he, he couldn't, he was so enticed. He just, he perished. You yeah. Know? And, uh, it almost corrupts Frodo. Who's, you know, the, the person who is battling with this, he almost right. gets consumed by it. You yeah. Know? It takes the sacrifice of his friends, you know, to like pull him out of that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, there's just like that's something that people would know but like yeah man it's uh that is that is very interesting before we we move on yeah yeah, yeah. just the i i admire and respect your view on like storytelling and Mm -hmm. like i think that especially for filmmakers or any kind of entertainers because i mean i'm aspiring entertainers myself of kind of like well what exactly does you know living out my faith or whatever in this industry look like. And I think that kind of finding that balance between like, you know, I'm going to tell this story objectively yes, and I'm not going to, you know, and I, I believe that, you know, telling the story a certain way will be more effective than, you know, trying to sugarcoat or whatever. And I think that that is, it's super cool that you're already kind of recognizing that and facing that. And I think that obviously I like your point of, you know, I'm not going to do something that compromises it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to tell the story. And I think that I appreciate that. And I think that that's super cool because I mean, you, you kind of get into, I mean, obviously Hollywood is, can be dark. Oh, and, heck yeah, man. I mean, I'm assuming that that's where you want to go. I mean, hopefully I'm, you're I'm going wherever God wants me to go. Yeah. You know? It's like where it, I, I, um, I'm more than likely, uh, more than likely will probably end up there. Okay. Um, I, I, if I want to do what I want to do, yes, that's where it is. That's where the yes. industry is. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I'm looking for internships out there. I'm Sick. trying to get plugged in. Yeah. I've talked to, I've got a few like contacts, people who work in various like studios and things who Sick. are trying to, who've given me some really good information on like how to sort of start. Okay. Um, and it's not easy. Um, and just, yeah, like you were saying, man, I think I will say this too with our generation I think there's this, especially kids who are uh, Christians, you know, or, you know, I think um, a lot of people in our generation are starting to, are understanding that, um, that we're starting to think more along the lines of how we're thinking in relation to like Hollywood and things like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, man, it's, uh, it's definitely a dark place. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I, I want to tell stories. That's, that's what I, yeah feel um i'm being called to do yeah absolutely um which and you dude like you're the same way i can you know obviously as far as going into this industry you know yeah i would assume you know you feel this is what you've been gifted with you know so thank you you as well thanks dude Yeah. yeah no but yeah so i i i think that's awesome that you're you know i'm excited to see your film and thanks that these kind of controversial like, not controversial, but, you know, these are, like, real life, yeah. you know, morally, well, di- moral yeah, dilemmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so, I don't want you to, you don't have to give away too much, but... Yeah. Your film is called... It's called Pints. Okay. Yeah. Pints. And it's located in... Or the, it, it's it's set in a pub in Dublin. Okay. Or in Ireland. You don't have to, You can say as much as you want or as... Yeah, as no, no, no. I, as yeah, I can say... I can tell you this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's set in a pub in Ireland, but 
just right off the bat, like I tell you that most Americans are like automatically get this image of like, oh, doodly dee, Irish music and like, yeah. you know, just a sing-songy bartender and a freak. No, the film's a Western. Okay. It's a, it's, it's just happens to take place in, in this pub and it happens to take place in Ireland. Um, it's, uh, I would say it's set in Dublin. Okay. Um, North Dublin, um, to be specific, even more specific as far as the accents and stuff. Okay. Um, but, uh. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, it's a, it's a combination of genres. What's cool is like, I just pulled from like some of my favorite, you know, filmmakers and like favorite styles and tried to all incorporate them in the story and in the look. Okay. And, uh, I love, um, I've always been a big fan of spaghetti westerns and that feel and that look. Okay. Um, like Clint Eastwood stuff. Yeah. Lee Van Cleef, uh, you know, the, the big guys back in the day. Um, and, uh, so it's. It's got that feel too, especially in the beginning. Um, but it takes place; it's all over one conversation, in one night, pretty much. Okay. Well, that's, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's two guys, two friends, who um, are in this black market sort of organization. It's kind of inferred they're 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 in an illegal sort of business. And uh, anyway, they sit down for drinks, um, and over the course of the conversation. We find that um, there's hidden motives and hidden agendas as to why they're there. Mm. Um, well, I actually know I can I can go ahead and say this. One of them's there to kill the other one. Okay. And the other one knows he's there to kill him. So that's essentially the the dilemma. And they're, oh. and they're, and they're sitting. Yeah. So they're they're sitting at the table. They're best <clears> friends. <throat> they grew up together. The guy who's there to kill him doesn't think the other guy knows he's there to kill him. Although he's trying, he, he kind of assumes that he could know, mm-hmm. and the other one does know, and is trying to convince the other one, like subconsciously, not to kill him, and consciously. Yeah. But wow. So suspenseful. So yeah, it's a thriller, and Sick. so how long is it? Right now, I'm still trying to get the cut right, but right now it's like 14 minutes. Okay. Sick. So yeah, so that's a that's a short film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, dude. It. Writing a short, sorry, I'm talking like crazy. No, no, no. I want you to do this. I'm, um, I'm, I'm yeah, intrigued. Yeah. So, so writing a short film, um, it, it is so much harder, in, in my opinion, than writing a feature. Like later. because of the less amount of time that yes. you have, you have to pour in, you have to condense like what you would, because we grow up. Everybody grows up watching normal length films, mm-hmm. you know, like. No one grows up watching shorts, really. Right. I mean, it's like it's like a taboo sort of hobby that people enjoy usually yeah. when they get older. They're like, oh, I like shorts; they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll see like a Pixar. You'll see like a Pixar animated yeah, short, yeah, like yeah. in the movie. Like, oh, that's, that's sick. sick. Yeah. But I'm not gonna watch that unless I have to before the movie. Great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's shorts are mainly for beginners okay. in the industry who are trying to establish themselves, um, and that's like. That's what I really want to use this for. It's not perfect by any means. Uh, you know, I'm probably being hard on. My, I am being hard on myself, but but nothing really is sports. exactly. Right? I mean, you, exactly. You sure. gotta turn in your best product by the deadline, and you exactly. know, there can always be exactly. tweaks. At the end of the, the day, it is a school project. But um, but yeah. So uh, what was I talking about? Lost my train. You said uh, yeah. you were talking about the plot, and then you said. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I went off. I went off. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's pretty much like to show um, other people. Like, it, it's for entry people, people who are starting who want right. to become directors later on. Oh yeah, writing. That's what I was talking about. Oh yes. Anyway, short... you have to condense it all into one. Uh, you know, into a short. All the all like the a beats, full story. Like a into full story a... into a short. Yeah, yeah. And you have to do that that's in a difficult. way that's gonna like grab people's attention. Mm-hmm. And when I was like trying to figure out how to what story i wanted to tell um the biggest the biggest issue that that i think um that well that i that i saw is like i wanted to tell a story that is going to stick out not just by the story but the characters i i the biggest thing for me is my characters Mm -hmm. the characters have to be alive you know what i'm saying yeah i have to like i have to you have to feel them you have Mm -hmm. to you don't you're not thinking of like they're an actor you know what i'm saying right and that actually, I think, comes out more in the writing, uh, with the writing, than it does even the the, act, the acting's huge. Yeah. But, um, so there's that, and uh, and your actors, you flew your actors from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. went, you studied abroad. Yeah. And... So I studied abroad, 
um, for well, I was over. I was in Ireland for close to a year. And Which so, is, was that? What kind of inspired you to yeah, make the Irish? Yeah. Well. Film? Well, it's. I. I kind of think. I, I was thinking more on the business sense as well too, okay. because I thought about it. I'm like, how can I tell a story that's going to stick out? It's going to catch people's eyes. Well, how about I make a foreign film? Yes, in mm, a sense. Right. And <clears throat> and um, I one of my best friends who I, I played football in Ireland. And, Sick. And yeah, that's and dope. so all my team was Irish, and one of my best friends from the team. Um, happened to be a really good actor <laughs> and was doing plays and stuff in Dublin. Um, and uh, he just finished his college career. He actually wrote a play for his thesis, mm. directed a play. Wow. So, but anyway, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, and I, and I worked in a pub in Ireland. I worked in two pubs. Started as a bar back, worked at John Keogh's, which was a, uh, one of the oldest pubs in Dublin and uh, right in the center of, of Dublin. And, uh, then I uh, I worked my way to bartender at another another pub, and um, so I just but the first job I had that first pub really the feel and like just the people it's not even necessarily the pub or mm-hmm. Ireland or like I said like stereotypical things right. that you would think mm-hmm. it, it was the relationships and the people and the hard work that I dealt with and 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 and, and did in this and and that time of life. Um, that kind of pulled on me. I'm like, all right, so how about I just make a, a short that takes place in one setting? Because all the best short films I've seen all take place in one setting for the most part. Mm. Um, and uh, so I'm like, all right. And I love Quentin Tarantino. I love the way he structures his scenes. I love Scorsese and those guys. So I was like, all right, I'll just write a film that takes place in a pub. All right, so I, I'm like, all right, I got to write a film about a pub. What do I want to tell? And um, I, I pulled from other films that I liked, um, and uh, a bunch of films from like The Godfather to okay. uh, Inglorious Bastards to nice. the, In Bruges to um, Django, The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. Just tons mm-hmm. of films, and I was like, I I just looked at those and their styles and their stories and stuff like that, and took similar aspects and applied them to mine. And um, so anyway, yeah. So that's kind of how I got to it. And then I first thing I did. After I kind of had an outline and a draft, I called my friend Tom and I was like, "Hey man," <laughs> I called him. I'm like, "I'm like, hey man, so thinking about making this movie, um, this short film for uh, for my you know my thesis, but dude, I want you to be in it, man. I know it's gonna sound crazy, <laughs> but like I I don't I can't I can't write this without you, and I and I especially can't write I can't I couldn't make the film with Americans, right? I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah. So um. He's like, oh yeah, man, I'd love to come over, man. I'd love to play. And I was like, I was like, what? No way. And now, granted, I called him in May last year, mm-hmm. so we could get tickets. But dude, one thing about the short version of the story is, he ended up getting two of his buddies. One who I knew, we I'd actually gone on a trip to Berlin with him and the other dude, and then another guy, who uh, is like Shakespearean theater guy. He actually, you know, Adventure Time. Yes. He does. Uh, he he plays a bunch of characters in Adventure Time in Ireland. Mm-hmm. He really? does the Irish language, like he 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 dubs it. Yeah, you're yeah, kidding, yeah. like the like yeah, the voiceover. Voices, yeah. You're kidding. Yeah, That's yeah. so sick. He plays the main guy, I think, and That's he and he just so does it with sick. an Irish with the Irish it's, language. Yeah, because it's they, they they do speak Irish over there. It's a language. Oh my gosh. And um. That's hilarious. And so uh, That's sick. yeah, Dunno, he's one of my oh my, my main guys, and he's incredible. He's like a Shakespearean sort of actor. Okay. He does stuff in and theaters, and he went over to London and did stuff did stuff in Dublin. And, um, he, uh, we got him. I actually didn't know I was going to get him cause I knew he was good. And I, I worked on the script pretty much all the way up to the time we shot. And when I was first asking the script was no, nowhere near ready. Yeah. And even by the time I got in a draft to Tom, I was like, not that good yet. Yeah. I still had a lot of kinks, but anyway, we got him. I got all three. And what was amazing was, um, you know, it costs money to get them over here too, obviously. Yeah. But Aer Lingus, the Irish airliner, happened to be going on a strike at the time so prices were like five hundred dollars cheaper you're kidding so they flew over paid their own ways like it was like 400 round trip for each of them it's usually oh like 900 so 800 wow so yeah it worked out man and then they came and like i feel like people in my program were like bringing over people from ireland you're like <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. Like, i was like yeah man i'm just gonna do it and uh so yeah they flew in like a week before we shot picked them up at dulles 
Zeke came with me. Nice. They freaking love <laughs> Zeke, man. They thought Zeke was the funniest dude in the world, man. They were obsessed with Zeke. That's so funny. It was hilarious. And uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, That's a lot of work. But I, I, it sounds like, dude, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show you, I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, I had a little bit of an idea, but it's literally just like talking to you like this semester and last semester, it's yeah. how much work it takes Heck yeah, is dude. insane. But it sounds like you are, you're probably one of the most motivated, like, I know this is what I need to do and I'm going to do it mm-hmm. to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. I admire that and respect that. And I think that that's going to, that's definitely going to pay off. And I'm sure it will in this film too. I'm pumped to see it. Dude, thanks, bro. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you had to do everything pretty much. Obviously, you yeah. had to like you wrote the script, you did everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filming, yeah. editing, any help from well, no, okay. So I don't do everything. I, I this is another thing. I so I produced it. Um, I um well, first of all, even though I'm getting money, or even though I'm getting equipment, which is the bulk of the expense. Mm-hmm. Um. I had to get a location. I had to. I had to get two locations. I had to get. Um, I had to get my crew. I mean, I had some students, which mm-hmm. are free, but I wasn't able. This is a, somewhat of an issue with the program at Liberty. Is we're kind of short-handed. Uh, you have different. There's six blocks, and each student is is put into a block. Mm-hmm. You can request a block. I requested six because I needed time to get my guys here, mm-hmm. which is the last block. Um, but in each block. Others, there's like there was seven other films being made at the exact same time mine was being made. So you have, or I don't know, I think there were seven of us in total. By the yeah, there were seven of us in total. So just in my block. So you have people helping other people out. So like I only had, I had to really prioritize which positions I needed. Right. That that I wanted my friends who I knew were good who weren't going to cost me any money. Right. To help me, but the rest I had to. Um, the rest I had to uh, hire, hire out, um, and also the other actors. So my, th- I have three main actors who are Irish. The three mm-hmm. main characters—they're almost like a good, a bad, and an ugly. Okay. Um, the characters, and but I do have secondary characters who propel the, the plot. And gotcha. I couldn't get Irish people for that, so I had to use Americans, which has hurt me. <laughs> it, it helped me, but I think it hurt me too in some ways. Okay. They weren't bad actors, but. Um, I, I even got uh, a woman who is a SAG actress. She's in SAG. You know the SAG Awards Brad Pitt just won? SAG is the, so. the, the union for like actors. Yes. yes. So she okay. was SAG, which is – you usually can't get SAG actors. You have to be a SAG production, like approved okay. by the union. Right. I tried to get approved, but it, it was too little time. But she still did it, which was nice of her. Sweet. So I had that, and like I had some other guys. But um, yeah, man, I had to uh, do all that, and I had to – it was crazy, man. If you ever make a film, a short film, mm-hmm. if you do anything on your own independent, like you, you want to write it and direct it, right. don't be the producer on set. I, that's the biggest issue that I had. I didn't have a line producer on set, which is someone who is managing all the logistics. Mm, um, okay. Outside. Now, you have, a, you have an AD team, which help you make sure you're on time, make sure you're doing the right things, right. staying on schedule. But a producer is like, all right, the hotel's been booked. We need to get everybody here by this time. Right. Um, we have this much money to do this. We need meals by this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Stuff like that. So yeah. I had to do some of that, and I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but everything from like crafty, which is like so, there has to be food on set at all times, mm-hmm. um, and drinks for people. Um, and then what made it even worse, man, was because we had to, we we were shooting, and it take all takes place at night. So this is an active pub, right? It closes at two a.m. technically, one a.m. Yeah. So our active, we could start setting, we had the upstairs, it was a small, it's a really tight upstairs. Yeah. It's sick for a set. Yeah. And we had the whole upstairs to shoot in, but we only had, you know, we had, we had like two hours of setup. We, what was great is we could leave a hot set, which meant we could leave our stuff set up overnight okay. in the building. Yeah. But there was a couple days we had to tear down. Anyway, um, we, uh, we have to wait for the place to get quiet. And we only had about two and a half, three hours of complete quiet. Every single night. That's insane. So, so you were filming from four well, to six. Call time. Call time was uh, usually right around one a.m. and we'd finish around nine a.m. That's insane. Bro. Yeah, that's I pulled, wild, dude. I pulled two twenty-seven hour days, man. It was nuts. I was hallucinating driving back. <laughs> I actually had my oh somebody my else driving most of the time because I was just I was just too worn out. I couldn't do anything. 
That's and, insane, bro. Dude, it was it was crazy. And and um so that wears so people just think like people don't realize like with directing, especially like an independent film like this, it's not just like me directing like the actors and making sure camera's fine. And thankfully my DP Kevin Torkelson dude's amazing. The dude is incredible at what he does. Made my film look amazing. He's going he's already got a job. Oh, he's that's sick. He's amazing. He 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 took a lot of the stress off of me. And same with yeah. my AD team. Um, did an incredible job. We were short short handed, but they did yeah. they did an incredible job, and made sure a lot of these other details were taken care of. So I didn't have to. Yeah. And I didn't have to worry about uh, camera like the technical side. Right. Um, although he did get on to me because there were some things I'd be like, move the camera, and he'd be like, f you. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I just spent like twenty minutes setting this yeah. up. Because you not only move the camera, you move the lights, you move right. all the fir- you move everything. So. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, it was insane. And as the direct, like as the director and, the, and obviously the line producer, I had to do a lot more than I should have. Right. And so when you're actually trying to like make it happen, make the scene happen, yeah, you're fatigued, which doesn't help your creative process, right? Because like, you're making it happen. Um, and you forget to tell people things you forget. Yeah. Things. That's why you need a good scripty, which is someone who's like keeping an eye on the script and you mm-hmm. need a good AD who could say, Hey man, ADs are the, are the best people on set because okay. they should be, because they should be taking, assistant director, assistant director. Yeah. Okay. They should be taking all of your stress on things that you, you shouldn't be having that, that you should like be minor details, ever. minor details, but big details. Okay. Big de- not that don't apply to the story. Big team right. details, blah, big details that don't apply to the story. So, okay. Thankfully, I had two assistant directors who were amazing, and they um, they helped me along. But dude, it was Sick. it was nuts, man. Dude, so, that it's, I'm so excited to see it. I'm pumped. Yeah, bro. And you you'll have it done. What May ish? Um, yeah, dude. Nah. Sick. So I'm pumped. Pints. Yeah, bro. Coming soon to a theater yeah, near you. Heck yeah. Directed and produced by Brett Cole. So how did you how did you get into film? What made you want to do that? Because, uh, dude, that's crazy. Cause like, I never thought I would do this, and I still at times don't know for sure if I want to. Well, I do. I want to do. It. Yeah. But you have moments of doubt, especially in something like this. That's not a normal uh, degree. Right. <laughs> it's not a normal thing that people pursue, and it's a very niche market. It's or it's a very niche industry. Mm-hmm. You got to know people and take advantage of your opportunities when you have them. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do coming out of high school. Um, I knew I wanted to be in a field that was more, um, writing based, more, um, communications based. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to tell stories at the end of the day. Um, but at the same time, I'm very fascinated with all sorts of things like philosophy and Mm -hmm. psychology and politics to an extent. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I, I try to do a lot of self-educating like on my own. Um, like I, I, I literally read a book last year just on the constitution because I just wanted to learn about it. That's awesome. And so that's something that's like, I think, I think a lot of people who are going into like, uh, who, who are going, I think people who are going into this film, I mean, I'm new, I'm a rookie. I, I still yeah. don't know much. But, but you're, like, you're, you're definitely dipping your foot in. I mean, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, you were doing making everything legit like i don't i mean like you said no one else flew actors in well that's what i'm saying it, it, what i feel like you know i've been praying about it and 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 you know that's the, another thing man it's like if you're a christian in this industry it is it is not easy yeah it's mainly and not even just because of other people it's it's because of the battles you face like some of the darkest feelings you'll ever experience like it brings out the absolute worst in you yeah um in what ways like just emotionally, um, just because of the stress, like it turns into the stress and like, as it like, if you're like an aspiring artist, I mean, look at Adolf Hitler, the dude went crazy. He wanted <laughs> all he wanted to do is be an artist, dude. Seriously, man. Like That's crazy, like literally bro. Like you, you want to make something and you want people to see it for what it is right. so badly. And there's a lot of different variables. There, exactly. That you're may not be complete control over. Exactly. That's true. But it's like you you want it to happen so bad. If you want to make something so badly, if you want it, and this is for anything. Yeah. That's why I know I should be doing this because I'm literally like I thought I lost some footage like 
uh, a weekend and literally almost threw up. Like I just like I I I literally just like yeah, yeah. like it was crazy. And I sound like an insane person for that, but when you <laughs> no, pour, bro. when you pour this much time yeah. and effort, it just like it 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 um it can consume you absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, it 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 was uh, it's just it it you want something done so bad in a creative way. It's not yeah. like you're just like it's not like a business thing or something where it's like oh I gotta close this deal now. Some people need to close that deal or whatever, but. When it's personal, yeah. When it's really personal, when it's like mm. you're expressing yourself, like yeah. in an art form, then it's like, it's it's completely different, and that's why like actors and uh, directors and people like that seem to be super hard on themselves. It gives me hope because like I've heard stories, you know, people just like tear themselves up all the time over yeah. stuff, that, and they're amazing. They're the best at what they do, right? So, and the other thing too, man, it's like it, it's not going to be lucrative at first, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to like. Flash, flashy lights and it's, all the fame. I, yeah, I'm not doing it for that, dude. Right. I don't want to be famous. Like, yeah. I don't want to be like, uh, I don't want that in my life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to make good money. That'd be nice. But like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro. Like, I'd like to, it, ideally, ideally, I'd like to be some low-key dude who did pretty well for himself. But I don't want to be like. The front of the headlines. I, I don't want to be that. Some people want to be that. Yeah. And they're not pursuing it for the right reasons. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the best people are if you notice like most of the best actors and the best directors at the top don't have social media mm. don't don't talk much yeah they just do their they do what they do they do their thing and they, and... like and that's it i mean some of them might do like things like dicaprio and you mm-hmm. know they'll do like a a thing on global warming and like you know they'll do like foundational things right that sort of thing but for the most part like you don't see brad pitt like tweeting away all the right time, you know what i'm saying yeah um so that's what uh, that's what's kind of fascinating. I was going to talk to you about this is like kind of segues into like the industry today and how like people are so really about craving about, yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like people are just craving yeah. like attention and craving. Yeah. It's like, that's how they find their fulfillment. Yeah. And like people just want to be famous so bad. Yeah. It's like, dude, where is that going to take you? It's going to take you nowhere. Look at these people. They're, <laughs> dude, I see people at the top, and I'm just like, they look absolutely miserable. Dude. Right. Like, yeah. I'm content with, like, a smaller house. Like, as long as my needs are met. Yeah. And, like, I'm comfortable. Like, I'm not going to, like, hate myself. And I, I, even if I was poor, I wouldn't hate myself. <laughs> but, I, obviously, I'd be, <laughs> yeah, I'd be no, striving. I, I get what you're saying. I'd be, stri- what you're saying. <laughs> I'd be striving to do better. But but what I'm you know what I'm saying yes though? absolutely there's just so many people who just like especially in the music industry is where I think we see it the most mm. dude there's so many freaking this is a clean podcast but like there's so many <laughs> there's so many uh, this is your imagination folks yeah bro. there's no I think sorry yeah dude go ahead no no, no I think that was a good this much, no dude not. I'm I'm that's why I had you on bro I think it's interesting that you're like doing things for the right reasons and I think that like I mean obviously with social media. It's like, I mean, TikTok, like I was literally talking about, my girlfriend teases me that I'm like a cloud chaser. I'm not. I don't think I am. No, you're not, dude. You're just <laughs> a joyful person who likes to have fun and make people Thank laugh, you. dude. Thank you. You're not like a attention whore, bro. <laughs> I try not to be. Sometimes, sometimes I might actually be a little bit. But anyway, but it's just like, it's just funny, yeah. like how enabling social media is. Social media can be used. I mean, that's a whole other conversation about yeah. whatever, but I think specifically with tiktok it's just funny yeah i'm i was like oh i'll get it as a joke and i, I do like my brothers just send me stupid videos dude so by the chinese stuff. man you gotta watch yourself yeah i know seriously but yeah, yeah it's it's interesting because like people like i appreciate because mm-hmm. there is an art form to it and i think that there are some very like in terms of like creating stupid videos yeah because i i like to do that whatever there's nothing wrong with that no not at all yeah, but, yeah. but my point is like yeah. there are people who it's like this is like you're talented. This is hilarious. Right. Yeah. And there's some, and then all the other side of it, it's just really cringy. And it's like, what are you doing? Or, yeah. it's, or it's making fun of someone. Dude, I was going to say this. So I, <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. There's some people who I just cried. Some of the dudes who make fun of the other people who are just like, um, some of the people are who are just slow idiots. Stupid. And yeah. I, I don't like, you know, I think, um, I think that, that stuff sort of cracks me. Just, I'm talking about the other creators who like just make stuff for the attention seekers mm-hmm. and the people who make fun of them. 
kind of cracks me up. It does, dude. Um, although you could make the argument that maybe they're starting to turn into what they're making fun of yeah. by making fun of people. What? But um, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> exactly, bro. No. But um, dude, I know some. Uh, I know. I'm not gonna name any names, but I'm connected to two uh, separate groups that um, do, you know, buying YouTube. Yeah. Not buying mm -hmm. YouTube. You know, they've got millions and millions and millions of followers. Yeah. They make tons of money doing it, but like, they just do some of the most, and they know exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah. And 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 it, I, I respect the the grind for the for the cash, I guess, but. I'm just like, I can't I can't go too hard on them because they're making so much money. Yeah. I'm, I'm zero. I'm but the hard. lengths that they'll get for but views yes, and for, yes, exactly. Yeah, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? What you want to do? Is this how you want to change? Like, they have no. They don't seem to really want to inspire people. Like change. enough boys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, so it's yeah, interesting bro. world we live in. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, we're kind of getting to the end here, but okay, I. I feel like I was very informed and honestly motivated and inspired from you diving into a life of a filmmaker, aspiring filmmaker. Yeah, and that is right. what you are. And I, I can tell that you're very, very talented. Thanks, man. Um, before we end it, though, a day. What does a day look like for you? You wake up. I mean, now, yeah, post-production. Because yeah. now that you filmed, obviously that was, yeah, you yeah, did yeah. that for what, two weeks you were there? Uh, we shot it in six days. Six days. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It is. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, it's um, yeah, dude. Uh, well, for a while, I mean, because we had break and stuff, I just went home and did nothing. But nice. um, I guess I needed to. But now it depends. Um, when I had that deadline, I spent like four days from eight a.m. to two a.m. Just That's like insane. In, you lose track of time because yeah. you're doing stuff, and I right. take long breaks. But um, yeah, man. I just you know get up. It sucks, man, because I haven't had a social life in like a year, bro. It's crazy. Actually, over a year, like a year and a half, and uh, it's weird because like the first two, three years of college, like I knew tons of people. And, right. Like I was hanging out, going to like parties and yeah. doing whatever, you know, and like having a fun time. But I think that all kind of like climaxed in Europe, and then I came mm -hmm. back, and which is fine, you know, and then I which is a good thing, I got it out mm -hmm. and whatever, and 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 all that. So like. Um, it does suck because I don't have as much of a social life as I'd like to. But um, yeah, man, get You're up. Sacrificing to get what you want. I respect Hopefully, it. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Um, I love it. But yeah, get up. You know, go to a lab. Go to Grind. and just yeah, dude. <laughs> and then get my meals in. Go to the gym. Like I said, I started a program. That's actually something that I've really been trying to do. Is just get up early, mm -hmm. um, regardless of if I have a class or I yeah. have something to do. Just get up good early. Mm -hmm. and 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 I don't always go to the gym early. I try to, but I definitely am like I'm going to the gym every day. Yep. And I'm doing stuff that's like, I'm just trying to boost my energy, you know. Yeah. Like, as a dude, like boost my testosterone in ways mm -hmm. that I can to keep my drive going and, and keep me like focused and yeah. energized, and to the point where I don't even need like coffee or anything. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm addicted to coffee, so I'll drink it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, bro. That's so, good. No, that's a yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, I like I I hear like how you're speaking is like like my uncle's like kind of like one of my mentors and like my dad. It's like okay. like they're like it's it's cool seeing like a peer that is is motivated and like is putting things in okay. place like you because like motivates me. It's like oh like let's go, you know. And I hope that people listening like yeah. hear this. It's like it's like you know what whether you want to be a filmmaker or not, whatever you're doing. Like I mean, obviously we're at the point of we're transitioning mm -hmm. into. You know, the workforce are transitioning into getting a career, mm -hmm. you know, but I think that like listening to you, it's like, it's like, you know, you're 21, 22 years old. Dude, I'm 23, bro. I'm an old man. You're 23 years old. You I look, just turned hey, 23. You look young, bro. Happy birthday. Thanks. Man. My brother's birthday today too. He's 23. You guys are twins. Um, no, but I think that's super cool that like, I, I can tell that you are extremely driven and I appreciate that. And I hope that you guys listening to this can take a page out of Brett Cole's Thanks, book. <laughs> um, so obviously, I know you kind of answered it, but I'm going to ask you again. Yeah. Um, the last question we ask here. Yeah. Uh, hanging loose with Trent yeah, and Jeff. Yeah. Jeff is having a kid, by the way, oh, in sick. the next like any day now. So <laughs> he's prayers in California, to, right? 
No, he's here. Oh, he's here? Yeah, okay, Jeff. Sick. He does ninja stuff. Okay, sick. You've seen him. You'd recognize yeah, him. Yeah, all right, sick, sick. Anyway, Jeff, I, I am excited to see your baby. I told him I'd bring him a cheeseburger. Anyway, um, in the midst of your insane schedule, how do you hang loose? How do you relax? How do you how do I relax? How do you Dude, t- get perspective on life? Whatever. I just find uh, a close group of friends who I can be real with and open up with. Mm. Crack open a beer and uh, and just chill, dude. Boom. That's you watch, that's, that's watch a show or watch a show. You know, my roommates like come home and hang out with Zeke and Nate. Boom. And like you know, another thing, real quick about like living like a like being on like a having a schedule mm-hmm. and doing things is like that beer that you have at at the end of the day or at the end of the week or whatever is so much more rewarding because and you put the work in because, because you put the work you put, in. Put, mm-hmm. And uh, so. Good. So yeah, man. I just yeah, just chill, like watch show, Boom. play a game of Call of Duty, there do something go. like that, man. So I love it. So can people when your film comes out? Yeah. Is there a place that people can go watch it and people can? Yeah. So um, not right away. Okay. I'm gonna enter in a bunch of film festivals. Okay. See how it does. Um, it'll probably I'll probably put it on some form form of like probably YouTube or Vimeo okay. in probably yeah. a year. Okay. Sweet. So um, it won't be like wide released for a while. Right. But um. Yeah, so that's why this is just getting the film festival. Dope. So. Dude, thank you so much for informing and telling us kind of what it's like to be a director-producer. If you're an aspiring director-producer, Brett Cole is your man. <laughs> you can follow him on Instagram, Brett underscore Cole. Or, or what is it? B Cole underscore five. There you go. Yeah, bro. Always shameless plug. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brett, it was great having you on. Appreciate Thanks, it. Brother. Get working. Get back to the... To the lab. Time to grind, man. I will. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll we'll see you next week. Final words. Um. Uh. Hang loose, bros. There you go. (laughs) Hang loose, bros. We'll see you next week. Peace and love, baby. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of Hangin' Loose. Don't forget to subscribe, check out next week's episode, and as always, hang loose, baby.